You're listening to Creatively Human with honest conversations about what matters to us and how it really feels to build an online business, put our work out into the world, make an impact in our own unique way, and importantly, to get well paid for it. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, business mentor to quietly ambitious humans. Hi, and welcome back to another interview on the Creatively Human podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Jane Ashby, a qualified life and career coach helping independent businesses talk about diversity and to become more inclusive. We discuss what inclusivity means, why small business owners should be thinking about this, the fears that get in the way, and how we can just make it part of the conversation and be willing to make mistakes along the way. Honestly, this is such a helpful chat. So, enjoy. Okay, so let's start with possibly a big and complex question but what does inclusivity mean oh so inclusivity means I should caveat that this is to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) my interpretation inclusivity means that we are all welcome and we are all free to navigate spaces, levels, environments and that any difficulties that we may have as individuals or as groups that might be seen or unseen are taken into account to allow us to navigate those spaces. Mm. that's what inclusivity means to me yeah and what do you think it means in the context of so most of the people listening to this will have a small business a lot of the people listening to this will be working with people potentially as coaches therapists um course creators artists kind of independent creative people Mm-hmm. what would you say that inclusivity means to them? From a point of view as being a business owner? Yeah, or like, yeah, in the context of business. I think when you're a business owner, it's looking at, there's so many different layers, isn't there, as well? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it could be who's buying your product or service who has access to your product or service who your suppliers are do you only deal with particular suppliers who you know may be big and well known or you know so how how can you get kind of smaller suppliers on board that that might offer you something different it's it's looking at all your foundations of your business and just ensuring that there is accessibility I guess Mm. yeah I'm starting to think about because it's I think it's it's very um it's individual isn't it because obviously if you are a coach um inclusivity within your business is going to be sort of very different than if you are a 
uh, one person business that is making a product mm. from your bedroom you know it's, it's totally different to the levels of inclusiveness that you can maybe facilitate but I think there are all steps they're all things that we can do no matter how big or how small our businesses are um, and no matter sort of what channels as well that we use yeah yeah so I like what you said about looking at all the different facets of your business I think that's a really useful way to think of it because a lot of us probably have a really what's the word like a narrow idea of what inclusivity really means and I should say at this point obviously we've been working together and talking about this in the context of my business and you've certainly opened my eyes to the fact that inclusivity can apply to so many like all the different areas of my business like you said the people that I'm working with, but also the people that work for me and the services I choose to invest in and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really useful to see it that way. Um, And I'm guessing that, because I know when I started working with you or before I started working with you, I I I probably sent you an email or it was certainly on my mind if if I, even if I didn't ask you about it, like, is this something I need to be doing? in my business like is my business at that stage because I don't really have a massive team I don't really have a massive audience I don't really have loads and loads of clients is this something I really need to be doing in my business so if someone came to you with that question what would you say to them I'm trying to think of the the most probably I would say the majority of the time I'd be like yep Absolutely. (laughs) Because again, I think sort of when we're in our businesses, we're kind of keeping them going and we're doing what we we do, but we don't actually step outside and just look and just double check and make sure it's clear about what our values are, for instance, Mm. Um, what language that we use within our marketing material, for instance, what imagery that we use the um pricing of our services for instance you know is that inclusive it's it runs through everything that we do personally and professionally so if somebody was like yeah you know I think we have that thought don't we that we think that oh okay if you are um Facebook or Google or Coca-Cola or you know you're a big business you absolutely need to be looking at what inclusion means but you then don't think about what that means if you are a much smaller company or a five-person business or a one-person company and I think yeah from the moment that you have your idea to start your business is from the moment where inclusion should also be a part of your strategy. Mm, I love that I'm trying to write down that what you just said as I'm talking because I think that that's so important from the moment you start what what was it from the moment you actually start your business that is when you should start including including absolutely yeah Yeah. because and I think just to kind of elaborate where I'm where I'm thinking the reasons behind that is because then you start to have a bit of a plan as to yeah who you want to talk to 
how you can talk to these people, how you can grow your business. It, it's there. It's, it's, you're planting that seed at the very early stages. And like, as we know, with anything to do with business, you, you have your best intentions. You say that you're going left and then you suddenly have to go right and then you have to step back. And the directions will always change. But ultimately, from the moment that you've made that decision, you're like, this is this is what I'm going to hopefully achieve. And this is where I'm heading. So why isn't inclusion a part of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people listening to this will agree that they have strong values in life in general. And I know how easy it is. I mean, it's not even it's not even just a question for those who are planning on growing a really big like I know some people listening to this will be like, yes, my business is small now, but I'm growing it. But some people listening to this will be thinking my business is small and I like it that way. I'm not planning mm-hmm. on growing it really big. But even then, it's still getting clear on those values and what matters to you and making decisions from that place I think is really really important because it's very easy to just choose things and do things without thinking about because you know we spend a lot of time like doing the work we don't necessarily Mm -hmm. spend as much time as we could or should on the bigger picture of the business because we're busy you know doing the work and before you know it you've made choices or you've put things out there that haven't actually been aligned with your values but you haven't you can't even see it and sometimes yeah Yeah. and that does happen and that's the and I think and we will talk about this more but I think it's important to remember that inclusion like everything else I'm not going to like accounting, for instance, you know, it's, it's like we're going to get things wrong. Mm. But it's, it's there, it's, it's setting that intention in the very early stages and going back to that intention as well as our businesses change. Just checking in, what's changed for me? What's worked? What hasn't? What can I do more of? What do I need to do less of? You would do that with all the other parts of your business. So why would you not do that when it comes to thinking, actually how inclusive am I being you know who is buying my products we should be looking at that all the time Mm, yeah absolutely and I would also just add to anyone listening like I mean I've always been really the one thing I've always been intentional about is is my kind of values and one thing although I've definitely gone deeper on that since we've been working together and that's obviously been an intentional process to go through them and and get clearer on them but I do think it just helps you make decisions when there's just so many options. And if you're like a sensitive business owner, if you're an anxious person, if you tend to overthink stuff, it takes a lot of the thinking out of it because it's like, okay, I choose the thing that's in line with my values. And that's what I do. That is absolutely it, isn't it? You're you're narrowing things down. Um, I was actually working with somebody quite recently and we were again talking about making it really clear on their values because they're starting a new business and it's and it and it means that when you are when you are looking at who to collaborate with it's really quite simple it's mm-hmm. like actually do, do you fit do we do we fit are we just working together because I'm just thinking oh great like that can be somebody I can work with and it might get me more exposure or actually does it really truly fit with who you are as a business mm-hmm. owner and the values of your business and it's, and it's great because it's that lovely little funnel that sifts out 
all the things that you know you kind of can get distracted by and brings you back into the focus and the and the core of of what you're doing and why you're doing it Mm, yeah absolutely and I think something that I've really become aware of is the fact that you get to make choices in alignment with those values from day one like you said it's not a like it's not a case of let me build my business let me get it all sorted and then I'll consider inclusivity and then I'll consider all of my values more and whether it's all working it's like you get to choose that from day one and you get to make every decision in line with that from day one it's not a like someday thing it's a Mm -hmm. thing you can do now basically yeah exactly I absolutely agree with that um and it's hard though isn't it Mm. it's um it's difficult because again like with everything you know sometimes we get distracted sometimes we get things wrong and that's okay but we are in control Mm. these are our choices especially if you know we're communicating as our own business owners that we've set up our businesses you know we are in that control we can change when we need to change things really quickly um, the amount of businesses that I'm sure that have actually sort of changed, you know, how they function over the last year and a half, mm. because probably of their size, they've been able to do that. You know, that's what I mean. We have that in our control. So use that and, you know, have that power to sort of educate others as well. Mm. I really like that reminder that, yeah, we are in control because I know that it doesn't always feel like it when you're running your own business. (laughs) But, yeah, we have the power to make those choices. And actually, I thought it might be important to say right now that if you're listening to this and you haven't been intentional about it, like it's okay, right? Like there will be people here listening to this. And I'm just thinking they might be like, well, I didn't I didn't start thinking about this when I first started my business. I mean, I wasn't thinking about all this when I started my business either. So I get it. And maybe this would be. maybe it'd be useful to go into how can people get started? So whether they are doing it all right and they are just starting their business and they're thinking about this from day one, or like most people, they've been in this business for a while. Maybe some, maybe they've had their eyes opened to um, some of the ways in which they're not being inclusive or other people are affected by other businesses practices and they or they just want to do something now to run their business more in alignment with their values what would be your advice for people who want to get started to think about this seriously and to make it a real part of their business strategy oh I think the first thing is that you have to kind of take some time out and look at your values Mm -hmm. and in turn because of because I I firmly believe that when we start a business, a bit of us, in fact, a lot of us will go into our businesses. So it's like, what are your values? And what are the business values? And really kind of getting into those. And then you have to sort of have another layer of, okay, so how can I demonstrate these values? Um, is it that if, if one of your values is for instance, making sure that your product or service is um, available to, or elements of your product or services are available to people on different income levels, for instance, 
it's like, well, actually, how is that truly being replicated? If that is one of your values, is that really coming through? Is, is that really coming through with, you know, the language that you're using? Do you have evidence that people are, you know, that different types of people are using your products or service? It's, it's starting to have a little bit of a kind of drill down, little kind of business overview to mm. make sure that the values that you initially um, decided that these were the values that you were going to use to set up your business, are you still actually adhering to those? That would always be my first thing. My next thing I think would be to, I always encourage people, I have a love-hate relationship with social media, I should say. Um, and I'm very mindful of, of, of how it can affect people. Mm. But a really big positive, I think, with social media is that you can instantly broaden your horizons. Mm. Yeah. You can instantly and quite easily find people who may look different to you and sound different to you and have different backgrounds. Mm but may still ultimately have something in common. So if you are passionate about conservation and passionate about the outdoors, you will be able to find people who look different to you, who also share that same passion. And so I'd look at your value. So looking at your business values, really drilling down as to if you're actually are making those business values apparent so that people can find you. And then also broadening your horizons as well, looking for people with different opinions um, and different experiences and starting to kind of you know just open your mind and maybe have those conversations with people that you love and trust so that it helps you just starting to think differently and start to kind of think oh I never really thought about it in mm. that way they would probably be my my first two two things to do yeah yeah I was going to say something else, but I think I will leave that to when we talk about maybe why not, why people don't do anything. Okay, okay. Um, I just wanted to reflect something you said about like, firstly, having your values, but then how do you demonstrate those values? And I think that's the difference, isn't it, between thinking about stuff and having the nice ideas and actually doing it, you know, and it's yeah. obvious, but I just... It, it just made me think like how many of us call ourselves like values-based businesses, but how often are we really looking at those values and making sure they are played out in the way we do things? So yeah. I think it's really, really important. And the whole like social media thing, I mean, when we were chatting about what we were going to talk about before we hit record on this, I mean, one of the questions you had for me, was like, what got me, what was the catalyst that encouraged me to prioritize inclusion in my business and social media was definitely massive for me because mm -hmm. there's so many negatives to social media and if you don't actively seek out people who are different to you in whatever way that is you can get in a bubble of people who yeah. are just exactly like you but once you start looking for people who are different to you intentionally but within the same kind of you know you have stuff in common like you said it brought social media has broadened my horizons massively. And I think that that probably was the catalyst for me, like thinking more about this work because you don't know what you don't know. Right. Yeah. So like in terms of like, I have learned so much, for example, I'm just thinking of something I saw today. It was about accessibility on, on Instagram stories and like different fonts that you use and things like that. I had no idea about that stuff. 
Yep. And people are sharing it. And, and it's not even just people sharing it. It's people talking about who they are and how they live their lives and anything. It's just, that's just one tiny example. Um, and I would say that that has been a massive catalyst for me. And having a podcast also made me a bit more intentional about seeking out a diverse range of guests. And I, and I, and we've obviously talked about this in our calls, but yeah. I, there's still like people with different opinions and different life experiences that I would like to reach or like to interview, but it has made me really intentional about finding new people and social media is the absolute best way for me as a podcaster to find amazing people to interview. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I just, I thought that was a good point to add that in because there are so many negatives to social media, but that is one of the positives, but you do have to be intentional. I think Absolutely. about finding those people in the first place. Absolutely. And I, you can also develop it's about developing kind of you know relationships with people online but in a really natural and organic way it's not just kind of like oh you look different let's kind of chat Mm -hmm. or let's work together but it's this is when I think social media is amazing because people do share so much about their lives and as you say there are so many things that you think why would I know and you wouldn't know because we haven't been speaking about things so you wouldn't necessarily be in that environment where you had to find out how if if you know you um, you've got very limited sight, how do you still use Instagram? Yeah, yeah, you know, and things like that. And it's like great, you know, it's really useful to to have that knowledge, to be aware, to think: is this something I can do? You know, if a lot of your business is spent on social media, why would you not want to? just make what you put out there a little bit more inclusive so that more people can be aware of what you do um you know it's a it's a win-win by doing that but you have to be intentional when you're spending that time when you are developing new relationships when you are learning about new experiences um but i i love it and as much as it can be very noisy and it can be it feels sometimes quite shouty yeah when you are or when you are finding out new bits of information and you're you know you're kind of like messaging somebody that's different and you kind of feel that you're like oh my god we've really connected and yet we would have never connected if it wasn't for you know whatever social media you use it's it's really exciting and it's lovely that's when it's lovely yeah yeah absolutely so I guess moving on from that let's talk about some of the feelings and the fears that come up <laughs> because the like you said social media can feel shouty and sometimes I mean there are amazing people educating people on social media about all kinds of things and they do an incredible job and sometimes when you read something so for example the thing about the text the text fonts on stories or something I could read that and instantly go oh my god I've been doing it wrong <laughs> beat myself up or I could even be angry like who are they to complain about what font I use on Instagram right (laughs) so I mean I don't know let's talk a bit about that like because I think that that is part of the thing that can hold us back from doing the work because it is scary to feel like you're going to make a mistake or you're going to get told off or worse you know yeah it's I was thinking actually about this because I find it quite interesting because I know that I would say that the primary the primary reason why everyone is like, oh, I haven't done it, even if they're thinking about it mm-hmm. and maybe haven't taken that first step, 
he's probably fit mm. and then you're like okay so you're you, you know you're very conscious you're you're afraid of getting it wrong you know looking silly as you said getting told off but it's like you're letting that fear stop you mm. and how is anything going to change if you're not going to kind of like actually think I can grow from this I can learn from this in the way that you've just seen you know you've just you've learned something about fonts and sizes and colors and and how you how they can be more accessible it's not a personal attack on on you as a human and it's not that you intentionally <laughs> went out there and said I'm just going to use this I don't care if nobody can read it mm-hmm. you know it's it's a learning and I think we all need to be a little bit more you know kind of growth mindset about things we are all going to get things wrong everybody and whether it is talking about things like inclusion or diversity or whether it's my inability to do maths and I'm speaking personally (laughs) you know I'm going to get things wrong but it's been it's being gracious and actually being able to say oh brilliant thank you so much for explaining that to me thank you so much for telling me how to pronounce your name yes yeah that's it isn't it it's little things like that that actually you know and then you can kind of go away and go oh god I'm so you know but then it's fine because I can guarantee that once you've kind of made that mistake and if somebody has corrected you the other person will be so pleased that you've accepted that graciously you've accepted their comments and their feedback graciously and I bet you sort of things will come from that you know Mm. (laughs) friendships and chats will come from that further on further down the line I think what's probably interesting and I and I is because of me being a a black woman I'm still unsure about why people are afraid Mm -hmm. and I try and promote an environment where we have conversations it's not about shouting at somebody and trying to ruin them on Instagram or you know kind of posting something on Google reviews or something about their service I would rather have a conversation with somebody behind the scenes to sort of say let's talk about that why do you feel that way or you know and I think we all need to be a little bit more like that and be more accepting as when somebody might come to us behind the scenes and say oh by the way I was mm. a little bit offensive and at least then you can come back and say I'm so sorry I didn't mean for it to, to mm. come out that way I'll bear that in mind next time you know by using fear as a reason for not doing anything whilst I understand it I also am a little bit frustrated by that reason yeah absolutely yeah and I think one of the key things that's come up in our conversations together is always that it is a conversation it's it's been so helpful to see it that way for me probably in our first session I was like worried about saying the wrong thing or like not knowing what I don't know you know but you just told me it's a conversation and we talk about it and if we don't know we talk about it or if we do it wrong we talk about it 
And I mean, one of the things we were working on recently was I was setting up some rules for my Facebook community. Um, and one of the key things is it's let's have a conversation if something goes wrong, you know, if I haven't, if I've missed something unintentionally, but something feels harmful or excluding to someone, let's have a conversation about it. Now, obviously I know there's other layers yeah. to that because it's like how safe do they feel to have a conversation with me? Yeah. But it is a very useful way of looking at it for me. Definitely. All you can do, I think, is is provide that and make it clear. You can't, so when we're talking about things like a, a community, as long as your, your values are clear and as long as it's, it's very obvious that you are trying to be welcoming, that's all you can do. I might not, I might be a member of your community and a situation might have occurred and just because of who I am I might feel that I can't bring that up mm -hmm. with you that's not your fault as long as it's really clear that your values are stated and and maybe there's an agreement that everybody who's a member of that community will know and it's reiterated you know in, in different places but it's not if I don't feel comfortable that's up to me but as long as you're there providing that safe environment to the best of your ability that's 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 all you can do isn't it you can just hope that people will come and talk to you mm. yeah yeah absolutely I hope that I hope that people listening to this who are a bit afraid um I hope it makes a difference and just knowing that because even things that I'm deliberately intentionally doing in my business now you know I wasn't doing necessarily a few months ago or a couple of years ago and I definitely feel more confident in not beating myself up about that. I mean, that's basically pointless. <laughs> I mean, just yeah. using my energy from this point forward on doing better is the key, I think. Absolutely. I was just, um, it's made me think about when did we all, or when did being a little bit vulnerable become so bad? Mm when when did it become bad to say I'm so sorry I got that wrong mm. what sort of changed about that because yeah. as who we are as people as humans we are going to make mistakes we're not going to know the answers all the time so why can you not say I'm so sorry I got that wrong it is not my intention it's very different if you're intentionally a horrible person yeah, yeah. But when your intention isn't like that, it's not, you know, it's it, it doesn't serve anyone by being aggressive or kind of getting upset or, again, beating yourself up about, oh, I should have known that, I should have mm. got that right first time. We're not going to. Yeah. We're not going to. So much happens, so much more growth and development happens, doesn't it, when we get things wrong or when we fail. And as, and as business owners, we are going to be able to, you know, count on you know there'll be so many times that we'll have made mistakes mm. and in Absolutely. a way this isn't any different isn't it we will make a mistake but we will grow and hopefully we can take our clients and our customers and our friends and, and whoever else with us on our journey of growth and encourage others yeah yeah absolutely and just sort of going back to like not beating myself up about the stuff I didn't used to do there's probably a lot of stuff that I will 
think about more or learn or change in the future that I'm not doing now. And that's yeah. important to remember as well. Like I don't know what I don't know, but you're yeah. making the effort to learn, I suppose. If you if you're just like, I don't know things, but you don't make any effort, then that's another story. <laughs> but yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. also you might learn things along the way that you think, oh, I really can't do that. That's not right for my business right now. Or I can't see a time when that will yeah. be right for yeah. my business. But as long as you're kind of considering it. And you are thinking, you, you're just trying to think a little bit more holistically, I guess, um, about what you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to say, <laughs> I have to say that focusing on inclusivity and talking to you about it has been a lot different than what I expected it to be. So Ooh, I like what the I mean, so yeah. <laughs> this is like a glowing testimonial for you this podcast episode but basically um I thought it was going to be things like you know figuring out the rules for my Facebook group and having policies in place and that is part of it obviously it's it's really good to put these things into some like policy that I have for my business so I know Mm -hmm. you know I can apply it to different things but I didn't realize how much it would consider me to think about that big vision I have for my business and what really matters to me basically the legacy that I want my business to have that's the side of it that I didn't realize would become so clear and that's obviously it's it's partly a selfish thing it's partly like for my own benefit but it's also how does my benefit how does my business benefit others Mm -hmm. and who is it that I want to benefit who is it that I want to support how can I do that? And how can I do it in a way that while I'm working my way up to that, I'm playing out my guys as well. So I just kind of wanted to add that because in this whole conversation of fear of getting it wrong and doing the wrong thing and stuff, you don't realize that you could be missing out on some amazing, like big picture stuff. (laughs) I mean, it feels a bit like, I've got to admit, it feels a bit like, yeah, it does feel selfish for me talking about it in that way. And that's not Mm. the aim of it but it was a really nice benefit of doing that work as well. Good, because I will always, and that's really nice and thank you for saying that because it does, it makes me like a little bit kind of warm inside. (laughs) Um, It's really nice because these are foundations that you are creating for whatever happens next. And those foundations that you're creating will not only be within your business they will be visible within the conversations that you will have with other business owners other people that you collaborate with other with your suppliers with your family Mm -hmm. it it kind of starts to sort of you know kind of like infiltrate (laughs) who you are Mm. and who comes into contact with you Mm. and again it's like that's what the whole point is for me it's not that kind of clear separation between ultimately we focus on business but it's not a clear separation yeah yeah there's a ripple effect in all different ways absolutely Yeah. yeah it's really important actually I I think it's very important to see people modeling certain ways of doing things and and that plays into it massively. Um, so I just wanted to ask you, actually, what's your big vision? Because, like, obviously you do this work with business owners 
what drives you? And I know that's like a big question, <laughs> but I would love to hear. Um, so what drives me is hearing feedback that you've just said about how you found our time together. What drives me is continuing to help people have those uncomfortable conversations, to help people say what they don't think they should say or could say, mm. and just to encourage people to think differently. And it's it's really strange that, that sort of being a coach and, and have been coaching for a while, that's always been who I am and part of my makeup is to kind of talk to people and just spin things around, reframe, let's dig into stuff. And it, I can't see that changing. I, I can't ever see that mm. changing because I absolutely love it because as much as I get as much from sessions with my clients as I hope they do from working with me. Mm. Um, and it, it kind of is that kind of, it feels like it's a, a very much a two-way process because working with people helps me continue to grow. The challenges help, help continue to help me to think differently as well. Mm. So yeah, I, I, and I just, it gives me so much pleasure, but who knows where, what will happen where it will go and things like that but yeah 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 it could yeah that ripple effect like you said and it's just the power of deep conversation as well <laughs> I quite like that that like I, yeah. I truly genuinely believe that deep and honest like vulnerable conversation can change the world for the better and I guess that this this actually yeah. this I've, something just clicked in my brain because I've always known I well I've definitely been thinking aware of that lately but then you talking about how earlier you were saying, you know, the importance of it being a conversation. It's not a, you're wrong. You're right. You someone has a go. It's like it's a conversation. And this is this is part of that. Like it is it can change everything for the better. It absolutely can. And I think. I think we all can think of experiences and, I'm, and you know, I'm not kind of going to go there too much, but I think we can all have seen what happens when businesses might do things that don't seem to kind of match with their values yeah. and it's again it's that kind of well have you have you done that deep conversation about why it's good to have that value are you mm. just saying it because you think it looks good um you know do you really truly believe in that and if you don't believe in it don't say it that's fine it's not saying that <laughs> yeah. there is this tick list of what we should all be saying um it's like if you don't believe in it that's absolutely fine but if you are going to say that and if you are building your business around these values and if you are behaving in that way then let's just just let's have a chat and make sure that you genuinely understand what that means um because otherwise we'll get you know the mistakes that will be made will be bigger. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think than just maybe looking at, you know, accessibility or things like that. We're, we're, you know, at least you can say that you've done the work and at least you now are in a place where you are confident that you're coming from a place of good intention mm. and that matches your values as opposed to feeling, 
oh, I should really do some work around inclusion. Mm. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not good for anyone. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay. So do you have any specific resources that you would point people in the direction of if they wanted to understand more, start, start their journey or deepen their journey with this? There are, there are some fantastic people. Again, I'm going to point everyone to social media. So sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some fantastic people on social media um, that are worth following. I think just to sort of get you thinking, there are, um, and obviously sort of links can be provided, but there are two sisters, some sisters, Natalie and Naomi, um, and they run a ca- uh, an Instagram account called Everyday Racism. Mm. Um, they are amazing. And also there is another Instagram account called Language Matters. Mm. Um, and again, that account sort of just talks about, again, language, but certain terms that we might use every day. And it just gives you a little bit of the history behind them and to why those terms might be seen as a little yeah. bit problematic. Um, oh, I love it. There's so, there's actually, I'm just trying to think of who else I could, those two people have, um, those two accounts have, have sprung to mind. But actually what I probably would do is I'll probably share sort of my top sort of five accounts with you and then you could probably put those on the show notes yeah thank you because I know I put you on the spot I did totally put you on the spot with this question and obviously your account would be very useful for everyone to follow and I will include all the links in the show notes okay thank you ah this has been a really really great conversation I love getting deep about this and I love the fact that we can talk really openly about it and I hope that it's been helpful for people listening I know it will Um, So I'm just going to end with a random question, (laughs) which is, what is something that you think everyone should do at least once in their lives? So generally, this question is quite funny because I'm I'm actually quite boring. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So um, something that people should do, I would say go out late dancing on a school Mm -hmm. night (laughs) is something that should be done at least once that might sound very boring but for me I'm usually in bed by like eight watching you know something like Midsummer Murders so (laughs) yeah go out on a night when you shouldn't Tuesday night when we could go out I know it actually does sound really exciting right now because we can't (laughs) do anything (laughs) anything but yeah Things like that, like occasionally those little things will give me absolute joy. Obviously, sort of my lack of sleep, it will just affect me for the next week after. But at times when we could do that, you know, it was just one of the most fantastic things ever just to kind of forget about everything that was going on. Yeah. um, And any responsibilities. I do appreciate that not everyone has the ability to tool off on a Tuesday night. Um, But I would definitely recommend doing something that lets your hair down that you wouldn't normally do Mm. is always exhilarating I could really use that right now (laughs) (laughs) anyway thank you thank you so much I'm going to put all the links in the show notes um and yeah I hope that the ripple effect of people listening to this will be yeah will be I don't know a good one that's really a rubbish way to end (laughs) 
the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. The ripple effect will turn into a, into a beautiful wave. Is oh, what we're hoping yes, for, yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And if you want to find out more about Jane and what she does, you can find her on her website, the-alternative.co.uk and on Instagram at the underscore alternative underscore X. We've also put links in the show notes to all those accounts that she recommends you go follow. So definitely check out her work. It is super, super useful and super important too. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. If you have a moment, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast. It really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation or ask a question for a future Q&A episode, there are three ways to connect with me. On the Facebook group, on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite or my personal favourite, my behind the scenes newsletter. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to subscribe and keep doing what you're doing because your work really does matter.